avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded tara you are being recorded i don't i did not i did not sign up for this i'm sorry please don't sue me I definitely did. I wouldn't know how, and I can't be asked, so don't worry. In this series of podcasts, join Tara and Laura, two old-school friends in their ramblings, on their journey of discovery within the modern world as they attempt to figure out how does this life work? Hello there, Laura and listeners. Hello, Tara. (laughs) This is weird, isn't it? It's a bit weird, isn't it? It's been a, been a bit of a time, hasn't it? A little, little hiatus, you might say, Tara. Yeah, more like hiatus hernia than like nice hiatus. But um, yeah, it's been bloody ages. It's been, Here we been are. A, a bit of a mad time, hasn't it? What's it been a couple of months now since we... Uh... <sighs> February, I believe, was our last one. I know, I know. And now it's what, May? Mid... Wait, where are we? Mid-May. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, golly. Well, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of reasons for that, isn't there? I mean, we've had the whole third lockdown really dragged at the end, didn't it? Really, really, really tough one. So, uh, you know, and then you had to go back into school and like getting all back into gear and whatnot and illness. I feel like we're both ill. A lot of illness came back into play. Yeah, there was a time for illness time for work it was busy and hectic yeah uh, yeah yeah life took over somewhat didn't it mm-hmm. Tara we had to do the boring shit that had to be done I mean but we now... still do arguably but it's uh, it feels a bit less of a struggle now yeah a bit of a less of a shock to the system for sure yeah mm. I think it's um yeah it's been like a right old easing in hasn't it I don't know about you but just like doing stuff like organizing stuff all the time yeah. It's a bit alien, isn't it? I almost feel a bit like, oh, Christ, oh, we can do stuff now, but nah, what? Uh, I just want to stay in my house. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of can't be asked. Quite tired from doing nothing, but also yeah, life. The big news is, as of Monday, we can officially legally hug friends and family. I, who, oh. I, didn't even, I wasn't ever sure that this was going to happen again. So it's a, it's a special time, really. Oh, and that, I, yeah. It's weird though, isn't it? It's like, oh, legally, we could all hug our friends and family. It's like, did you ever think that we would be in a situation where that was a factor in life? No. I mean, messed up. I had, um, I think everyone's doing the same thing, a little bit ahead of schedule. On Friday, I had a couple of mums around with their kids and the kids didn't have a fucking clue what to do with themselves in someone else's house. They were like fighting about all the toys and like Chloe was getting all mardy and it was like, lads you've not you've not mixed enough in other people's houses you completely lost the plot like everyone needs retraining so recalibration is required yeah Yeah, one of my friends she takes her kids out now and um both of them are like after an hour they want they they just want to go home home i should go home to my all my toys in my house i like my house you know (laughs) we need um i mean there's a balance we need a balance and maybe like easing into the the newfound freedom but um, you know, when I'm not with the kids, I know that I, I just feel it in my soul, like the bubbling, like crazy excitement, which means I'll go out and be overexcited and get really drunk and then make a, mm. you know, a fool of myself. But probably steal more glasses or something. Oh yeah, yeah, look forward to that. <laughs> Covers are looking a bit bare. Oh golly, we'll smash them up during lockdown, have you? Ah <laughs> yeah. oh, no. A bit, a little bit. Priorities. 
Yeah. Well, that's nice though, isn't it? It's nice, eh? It's been a while, but we're back. We're, we're back. back. I'm not sure there's a song bitches. about that. I can't even think of any. Oh, there's oh. a Backstreet Boys song. Backstreet back. Um, but not Backstreet. Back. Laura and Tara back. All right. Yep. Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> and that's going to be the new jingle. Well done. Um, talking about um COVID and life and that. Got I've got my bloody double vaccine, mate. Double vaccinated. Well, gel, mate. That's excellent news. Yeah, it is excellent, but also random AF, you know? Don't understand. Double V'd. That's... Have you had one? No, I've not even had one. I've not been called. Not had n- nothing, not a whisper, not a little tiny whisper. Um, Dan's yeah. been at his, Dan's a single vaccinated. He's got his in June, double V'd in June. But yeah, nothing for me. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I'll just. <laughs> muddle on through with just, all the kids just busy yourself yeah yeah in the school don't cough on anyone masks come off on monday don't worry about oh. it it's fine <gasps> no, that, that's a big change for you masks coming off on monday oh mate i'm chuffy you i know i feel like yeah. in two minds about it in one respect i'm like oh i still haven't got been vaccinated and mm. i can't wait to see everyone's faces what will they look like under those masks oh. i've not seen bossy anyone bossy <laughs> i mean can you see Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same ones keep coming back just won't go away just won't go away beautiful i didn't even make that connection you know i've got i've had this spot here and i, I of course it's a sweaty masks isn't it bastard things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. away with them now hopefully <laughs> please uh anyway so uh to, oh tara did you watch this week we, we've talked about this before haven't we this is a um a thing a thing that we like to talk about because no one fucking talks about it um, Davina McCall, um, I can't remember what she called her program now, Sex Myths and the Menopause, something like that. Is that correct? Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, well done. Um, did you watch it? I, I did, Laura, and I'll tell you something else. I made my husband watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good one. Mm-hmm. Did you? Have you? I have watched it. I didn't make my husband watch it, but um, I will. Um, because the, he needs to hear it um well we had this conversation actually at dinner the other day and we were talking about you know Davina's she's doing this yes Davina yes Davina get in there Davina because no one talks about it no one knows about it not even the women going through the menopause know oh. about the menopause it's How fucking shocking isn't it just like what year is this I know hello what how and and it's not through people being like stupid poorly educated it is that the resource is not out there it is not talked about it's yeah. not taught taught in school mm. and yeah. as like this um documentary highlighted it's basically like a really basic module when you're training to be a gp and then additional ones are like online optional you know add-on courses it's like yeah. no because half of your patients will go through this how yeah. can you not know how to support them like i'm not saying it's the fault of the gps it's the fault of the medical uh world yeah <laughs> the medical world come on exactly. now exactly oh, um, i was raging were you not raging watching a- it that was absolutely raging and and sad and i felt kind yeah. of um what's the word like kind of depressed about it actually because i and i was thinking about when you know we obviously didn't learn anything about this in school we certainly yeah. didn't all that time ago but even like things like periods you know when they split the boys and the girls and the boys have a talk about i don't know like ejaculation or whatever yeah like oh your dick's gonna grow or whatever and you have some hair on your face and then we had the conversation about periods 
And it's like, why couldn't the boys need to hear that conversation as well? Everyone needs to have conversations about what women go through, not yeah. not just periods, childbirth, menopause. It's not shy away from this because that means that, you know, the girls and the boys, they grow up ill-informed. They grow up thinking that it's weird or gross or, and it's not, I mean, it is a bit gross, but I say this to Dania says like, wish men would stop freaking out about these things because they happen to us you just Mm. have to you know hear about it but it happens to us yeah so and we can't stop it we can't control it it is nature's way yeah and Alex and I were having the same conversation it's like oh it's fucking challenging being a woman isn't it I was like I know it's like you grow up you get your periods that rocks your world then you've got your hormones then you probably get pregnant at some stage that's a whole different yeah. thing and yeah. then you know every woman at some stage is going to go through menopause and you just think yeah it never stops changing it never <laughs> stops changing that's it and it's like some of those stories oh my goodness that absolutely heartbreaking oh. that's um oh god I don't wish her name was she was a teacher and then she uh, went back to um like she became a, a design like a clothes designer yes devastating story um yeah just not understanding what was happening to her and she she gave up her job didn't she and then well, she, um, she was on the brink of doing something quite serious so because yeah. her mental health suffered so badly and it's I think that's the case as well isn't it it's so I mean of course you're gonna you're gonna suffer because your whole body is shifting it's not getting all the hormones it used to get and it needs it's like yeah. your body's way of punishing you it's like I'm just gonna drain a little bit of your life source away from you yeah. it's and the one thing that got me was the uh, baroness mm. lady lawyer who said her daughter works in the medical world and she s- said as my daughter says if menopause happened to men this would have been resolved by now mm. and it's so fucking on point like unfortunately like a lot of things because it's been traditionally a male-dominated world obviously we're not like that now but we've got a long way to go absolutely this wouldn't be an issue anymore mm. it, they would have found a medical way that's just not enough money put into it there's not enough time or thought or conversation right. about it right. but it happens to over half the population it's yeah. just yeah uh, the facts are really yeah. awakening and scary aren't they like it's yeah it really up. is and and then the, like not understanding the symptoms the things that can point to that you yeah. got being you know pr- pr- like before menopause during menopause not knowing that it affects your mental health and think that you're just going absolutely fucking mad when it's yeah. that you, you've got a complete hormone imbalance, it makes total sense when you look at it. And it's kind of common sense in a way. If we know that's a thing, do something about it. Why aren't more women on HRT? What are mm. saying? Like 10% of women are on HRT in this country. Well, it's the one legacy in 10, of that. Isn't it? Um, one in 10, which is just worrying. And it's weird because before that programme, to be I was like, I know there's a lot of taboo around HRT. I don't really know why. And I think this was a really good like stepping stone into self-educating and talking about it a lot more to find out more. But I think that whole this study that was done 2002 mm. or something, 2005, which basically gave the wrong impression that it could be linked to breast cancer. Yeah. And actually, when it comes down to it and you reassess the facts, that's not the case. And like it's such a minimal it's like one in four thousand yeah. chance was that yeah. right yeah yeah because she did the, just think, the visual with the balls in the pit and she threw in yeah. like a thousand balls and there was four pink balls and that's your chance of getting breast cancer from hrt above the higher risks of um, obesity or um yeah drinking too much wine 
dear. Oh, what? Bad. No. Bad. That's not a thing. Yeah, it is. It is. That's, that's worrying as well, isn't it? It's like, oh, my God. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh. break. Uh, aging oh, gracefully. But, um, <sighs> yeah, no, that was shocking. And the fact that so many doctors still go by that um, that research as well, which is clearly... Because didn't they test it? It was done on women of the of a much older age as well. So they've cast everyone yes. between menopausal age. Like every woman who gets to the menopause, like they say. 40. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Age and 40, even younger. 75, I think it was. But then they only used the um, data from the, was it 69 to 75-year-old yeah. category, who are obviously more likely to suffer from those things anyway. Like it's, yeah. it, it's a really scary, scary thing. And I think the fact that the women at that time must have been so terrified. I know my mum didn't go on HRT because all of this was going on she had like some hrt cake that was obviously infused with natural um ingredients that contain estrogen but like the doctor was saying like the num the volume of estrogen that actually is in those natural remedies isn't always quite as effective but it's something but it's like that whole generation of women like a lot of them overnight just stopped taking hrt which would just your body would yeah. be so messed up from Definitely. that change I imagine like oh terrifying yeah. so all that suffering really all that needless suffering for a mm. an, an ex, uh, a, a study which is actually com- it's completely faulty it's completely uh, like com- misled entirely so just misrepresented yeah um so in a way, we're really lucky because I do actually feel like things like this are really kickstarting the conversation about menopause. Like you and I have talked about it. I've been talking about it with my friends a lot. And like actually, we're all starting to just generally be like, oh, yeah, so and so said read this book. And yeah. it, even that level of change in our attitude yeah. towards it, I think, is a really good indication that things are starting to move forward. I just Definitely. I really it can't go any other way, can it? Because now some like it's being talked about. It's yeah. only going to gain more momentum because you know and there was that um story about the woman who she made a video diary and the struggle and the pain that she went through just to 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 going back to a doctor time and time again this isn't working why have you putting me on antidepressants you know and she's having to fight for it having to fight for the medicine that will make her better the hormones that she needs and hopefully like you say by the time we we're in that position we won't need to battle because if we've got all the information we can fight for ourselves but we shouldn't have to like why should yeah. we have to there shouldn't be we a battle shouldn't, shouldn't. Yeah. and I think that's hopefully where we're heading towards um I think they are talking about that the is it I think there are 97 menopause clinics across the country right yeah. and it's a high concentration of it being in the south Mm. There was something like after you get to is it Newcastle? There are none until you hit Scotland. Yeah. How and it was Leeds, that? it was Leeds, I think. Leeds. A bit further down I just, across. And I just thought ninety seven clinics in the UK and I think the fact was thirteen million women at any one time are going through menopause. How can that volume like that is math that just does not work? So I really hats off to her. I think any person who has watched it, and actually even my husband, who was like dipping in and out of yeah, I can see he wasn't concentrating the whole time. That's his privilege as a man that he can afford to not pay attention. But um, yeah, he did sort of say, yeah, there's, there's a lot to take in there, isn't there? I was like, yes. So spread the Thank word you. amongst yeah. your male friends. Yeah, <laughs> the chat. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah. because it's coming like say it's coming to us and lord knows how we'll react to it like everyone's different but forewarned is forearmed isn't it yeah oh yeah so that was a real eye-opener yeah um oh. i'm glad i'm glad it's out there because it's the start of change right it just uh just the struggles the, the struggles of women it just continues doesn't it um and i know like we say a lot you know things are getting better for women kind but it, it's things like this that, that permanently highlight the down low the women's health is on a priority list when you come to yeah. funding and nhs and training <clears throat> and it's frightening how many lives could have been helped or saved mm. if that study didn't fucking fuck everything up if it didn't probably exist or if actually someone took the time to read it properly and process the information correctly yeah yeah it's a real worry isn't it and i think mm. it's a lesson in self-education because you can't actually always rely on the state or the power that be to know what is best or to guide you yeah careful oh Oh. we all know not to trust them don't we we know not to trust them by now laura right do do we all though tara do Mm. we all Mm -mm. sorry sorry a bit of an assumption there no 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 fair point well made um that does sort of lead me on actually because i was mentioning about this book that I've started reading and I will stress I have read about 70 pages but for me Laura that's bloody excellent just saying um it's called Pregnant Then Screwed which is um gosh I've forgotten her name the lady who set it up who basically uh I follow her on Instagram and Mother Pucker is another lady who works with them and they are basically fighting for pregnancy and um maternal and paternal rights for parents um but she it, it's a similar thing in the way that it's like if the men had children this wouldn't be an issue at, like but what's happened in society is basically she was talking about the history of women's role and like how when there's a war on back in the day men go off to war women are invited into the workplace we need you come in realize that they can do a perfectly valid job as soon as the men come home the women are kicked back out go back into the home go and be like a housewife fine then there's another war same thing happened women are great brilliant you're saving the country please piss off once the men come home and it's very strange that that happened twice and still we're still in a situation where it doesn't we we live in a structure that doesn't work for families basically especially with the cost of living requires most families to have two parents working if not all the time most of the time and it's like just another thing it's like how has this not been resolved how are we still living in a society where you're punished for procreating but if you don't procreate there's no next generation and yet it's still like a woman's problem essentially and she does talk a lot about how this can affect obviously it affects men and the pressure it puts on men to then you know everyone's trying to spend enough time with their kids and like make the balance like balancing work and parenting and being a husband or a wife it's like too much so yeah it just sort of got me thinking about all the guilt that is around being a parent essentially or just the the trickiness of it all and how it's how how is that even a problem how do we not have free childcare or at least heavily funded childcare? because how are we supposed to support a society that needs people in the workplace but punishes them for having kids i don't just putting it out there just don't know what the answer is laura i'm hoping the end of the book i'll have a better idea but yeah <laughs> you know I think about like you say going to work as both 
people have to be in in a job in work to be able to pay your mortgage buy some food and then to go to work you have to put your child in childcare. and like I think we're we're well off like we're we're comfortable not like obviously rolling in it but we're you know we're, we're much better in a much better position than some people but every month we not struggle but we're at the end of the bloody pay, you know into the overdraft yeah. And prime, and that's primarily because of the childcare costs that we have to fork out. Um, so how is that encouraging women, especially, to go back to work to be able to not just gain a sense of worth, but you know, do good in the workplace or that potential, and yeah. and also stay sane and also have a family as well. I mean, like you say, it's this it's this punishment that falls on women time and time again. Mm. And I think. The thing is, it's especially like our generation, we're told you can do it all, you can. And there are examples of women who have it all, who are CEOs and have 10 children and look amazing and are very calm and like have a house husband who run the household and the children. It's like, that's great, but that is so rare. It is still the majority of the, we've talked about this before, emotional labour still falls on a woman. Remembering the birthdays, remembering to put bin bags on the shopping list, remembering to pick up your child's medicine doing the food shop remembering birth like I've, I've said birthdays it's really important to me obviously <laughs> I forget a lot of birthdays and I feel I hate that um but it, it it's just not working is it and it's like where is where is the support to to change this why is this still an issue in 2021 after a lockdown where we've seen everyone can work from home if we have to surely things have to change now like rights for parents and, and actually for everyone we're all just like yeah I've got to work as hard as you can to get where you need to be and like uh, just make ends meet and then for what what no. is that quality of life that is yeah. not what I thought it would be like being in your mid-30s really I think it's t- it's difficult isn't it and perhaps lockdown to some extent allowed us to step outside of our everyday crap and uh, slow down and, and put things into perspective a little bit I mean I can't say going back to school I think for me has like not I don't want to call it a shit show as such but mm. it's been really crazy and pressured and I felt it um mm. but then I got to a point it was weird actually I don't know what it was it just got to a point when I thought okay do you know what um I'm putting too much pressure on myself in all areas here and I just mm. let go a little bit I just let go a little bit I don't know what I think it just got probably my mind just went no stop stop it too much yeah and I let go a bit and it was like it it was just a couple of lessons that I was stressing about and I was like do you know what it'll be fine yeah it'll be fine why are you worrying about these tiny details it'll be fine and I was like yeah do you know what it will and the world's not going to fall apart if I don't put the washing out right now Uh, it'll be fine there is this urgency to just get everything done isn't it it's like it's never any to-do list it's like okay just got to get this done and I I know I I don't work but when Alex went back into work, he started going back into London again, was gone first thing back after bedtime. And I was like, that fucked me right up. I was like, oh, my God, how did I used to do this all the time? Like yeah. all of it. And then I didn't sit down until like nine o'clock every night after doing back to back chores and like catch up and prep. And you're like, this isn't a fucking life. I think you get I think everyone was like struggling with whatever role they're in to try and get back in the flow of it because it's such an uphill struggle to get everything done in like modern life it's too fast there's too much and I think everyone just sort of thought we'll slip back into it but mm -mm, no Mm. 
I'm glad I'm glad you realized that you don't have to keep doing everything like like, what the fuck what what am I actually doing like why is it this isn't so important Mm. this is what's more important now is that I just take a bit of time for myself and and yeah give give myself a bit of space because like I'm my own worst enemy in that respect I think I've spoken to other not just women but you know kind of speak more openly to the gal pals than the men pals but they say the same like put the pressure that you put on yourself is is your your own worst enemy and it just makes everything so much harder and and it's exactly what you say Tara it's like I have to do everything let's get you know things need to be done quickly I've got to get this done now it's like well fuck it you know it doesn't have to be done now it's fine do you know what let's I'm just gonna go to the pub with my friends now and that's good yeah and actually move myself from the house and go those things now so it's like actually it's more about yeah balancing a bit of social life as well oh what's that what's that um Um, like our plan you come in to see me in a couple of weeks oh my god we can go to a restaurant we can go to a gallery oh we could do nothing we could go out we could stay in what will we do we have to book tables it's it's a weird readjustment to life isn't it but yeah I think um I think it's a struggle we're all going through but I'm glad you caught yourself and you checked yourself because literally you, you wreck yourself, yourself. Yeah, yeah like that I'm phrase sorry. has never been truer I completely yeah. 100% agree yeah definitely oh, modern life modern life oh um moving on to a different subject because I wanted to talk to you um yeah, yeah. linked to modern life mm. um did you see you didn't see but I'm going to tell no, you about well, I didn't see it, actually. I just obviously caught the highlights of the Brits 2021. Now, um, like obviously last year, there was a lot of controversy because of the um, extraordinarily weighted um, awards um, favouring the male um, of the species. All the men won all the awards. I think there was one female winner. In fact, it was one female winner, a uh, British winner, because it was the female category and Oh, Alas, wow. the men couldn't Are you serious? win that one. I didn't know that. Yeah. They, all of the winners were men, apart from the female category. Apart from, and the international female, which was, who's the international female? Oh, I had this information, Tara, but I've forgotten it, haven't I? The inter- yeah, I think it's all right. The Eilish that won last year, was that this year? Sounds about right. Oh, she was, yeah, I'd say she was last, last year. year. I'm going to say last year. Um... Yeah, and I look back actually, I did a bit of research and I look back over the past five years of Brit Awards specifically um winners and heavily, as you can predict, male um heavily male swing towards the winners. Um this year, um uh, mainly women. Happy days, mainly women. Do you know what the shit's gonna be from that though? Where's all the men? Oh, the men need awards. Wow, now. it's so gone violent. the other way. It's gone too far. It's feminism gone mad, Tara. So, anyway, fucking fantastic winners this year, and um, all so deserve, so deserved. So obviously, Joy Leaper like cleaned up. Yeah. And I was really impressed with her messaging. Actually, um, mm. she spoke up for the um, ner- uh, nurses being paid more. Mm. Her other female solo artist as well. Um, and this is a thing I'm, I noticed with the Brits as well. It's you see the artists that come to you know, they, they win these awards. They have something to say because Taylor Swift was the, was the same. She came out and she spoke about young up 
people coming up in the media and you know Taylor Swift is is very famous for sort of bloody standing up for herself against the bullshit that she gets from all sides she's very vocal about it and um, presents very strongly on it and so she took that standpoint to reinforce the you know uh, supporting upcoming artists and um and I compared it to I watched a few of the Emmys actually um from this year and last year and it just bloody, felt like bloody cultured aren't you mate oh, I just thought that I, just, I was telling you well yeah I don't know I, I just it, to be fair it just popped up I was like oh let's, let's have a, look, a little look at this and I don't know the Emmys feels like very I mean, I know the Brits is well established, but the Emmys feels like a very kind of old school established. It's more um, traditional, isn't it? It's more yeah. showbiz, glam glitz. Yeah. Don't say the wrong thing. Don't fuck it up. Don't try yes. and be controversial. Yeah. Don't make a bad name for yourself. Like, yeah, very like yeah. straight down the line. Here's the grand orchestra music as we introduce yeah. the winners. Um, stale, I would say. <laughs> yeah, a bit, a bit dated now, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the Brits just feel so, you know, it feels so current. Um, and these artists are using this standpoint to... They're using their power in the media for good and their platform to yeah. raise the voices for others who yes. need them. And, yeah, I think especially that whole nurses point, because that's very close to the nation's heart this year after the nurses and all the medical professionals, like, mm-hmm. just saving our asses through COVID last year. Um yeah. And even if Taylor Swift said, thank pay you. Rise now, what the fuck will it take to give them a proper pay rise? <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's terrifying, really. Um, and uh, I was pleased to see um, he- uh, Haim win international oh, group. Love them. Oh, my God, I love them so much. They've done a song with Taylor Swift recently. Have you heard that? Oh, it's beautiful. Yes, yeah. Anyway, we love Taylor and we love, I always say it wrong, Haim. Haim, like Hyman. Yeah, but I think I was thinking, it can't be that, it's Haim. And then Google says, you want to play Haim? Yeah, sure. I'm like, oh, <laughs> dress me down. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I'm, and, um, I'm glad to see these changes. Yeah, it is, it is really, really awesome. And also what was awesome is, I mean, Dua Lipa, she did like a mashup of like her hits. And it was, the performance was fucking awesome. Like, to watch this. It's so good. She like starts off in Charing Cross on the tube and then like magically morphs onto stage on this like crazy tube train and uh oh so good. So good. Like oh, oh you I mean it's like theatrics. We need that, don't we? Yeah. A little bit of showbiz fun. Yeah. We need that. I've missed that. So good. And Coldplay, they opened, right? I'm a fan of Coldplay, you know, it's about me tie. Just I know that they're it can be a bit uh, bar flipping love, I love Coldplay. Coldplay. I love Coldplay. Um, I think it's our age. It's our age, Laura. Uh, do you know I, what they? I mean, like, I was trying to think. Like, they must be into their like twenty twentieth year at least, right? Yeah. As I would agree. Yeah, entirely. In fact, let's Google. Let's Google that fact and see what sort of shit I can come up with as an answer. <laughs> when were Coldplay found? Anyway, what was your point? I'll 20, get back to you with the facts. I'll reckon at least twenty years they've been like bashing out those those top ten hits. But anyway, their opening performance was amazing so they're outside the o2 academy on a floating um stage a floating platform um and then there's another floating platform behind them and you know there's that, like you know there's loads of energy on stage and um and then it's like all oh, the fire like, <laughs> like, 
You know, because have you heard any that you've heard any song Higher Power? I'm sure I have. I should have. I'm not paying attention to the real world at the moment very well. Higher Power. Yeah. It's very Coldplay. It's like the quintessential sounds of Coldplay. It's very comforting and joyful. Um, and so yeah, these yeah fireworks here, and then suddenly out of nowhere, there's like these holographic um dancers appear either side of the band wow. and like all this like doing all the moves and being all high tech and I'm like wow how are they there how are they get there <laughs> being all high tech that's brilliant <sighs> they're not really there they're like holograms and I don't think the band can see them because they're not looking at them so there's some sort of wizardry in the computers and I was just what? like this is so amazing I was properly and then you've got the like the camera, like obviously some sort of drone whizzing round and like over, and it's like, oh yeah, serious escapism there. I'm hearing like, yes, that's Honestly, what we it need made, actually. It made me feel very happy. It's yeah. well worth a watch. It's dead good. Okay, you're you're convincing me more and more. Um, let me ask you to place your bets when Coldplay were formed then. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Um, how old was I? I'm trying to think of my age. I'm gonna go. So what year? Oh, we're asking for the year. So what are we in now? 2021 now. Oh, yeah. 2020 because I work better with tens and fives. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to go 1999. Oh, 96. Shut up. I know. <gasps> so we were, what, 11? Oh, my 11. goodness. Wow. Fuck. Fuck yeah, they're that old. Makes, that makes me feel old. Oh, oh God. I he's saw not, some, must be he's like got to join his bloody pension. Yeah, fair play, mate. He doesn't need to. I think he's got enough in the bank, hasn't he? He's very energetic for a old. <laughs> not that that's old. See, not old. He's, he's probably eating very well. Let's put it like that. He's got all the supplements, all he's the alternatives. Like Gwyneth Paltrow for all those years, yeah. eating like bits of fungi and whatnot. Must have the gut of an absolute angel, you know, gut health to the max. Fair play. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's not get started on Gwyneth Paltrow and all her fucking no. rubbish. She's no, a... thank you. No, she's a no-go on my front. I don't, I don't support her. Fanny eggs and no. He's better off without her. <laughs> you sound like such a nana then. Oh, he's better off without her. No. Oh, no, I've I, never I, liked I, her anyway. Just for the record, don't really have any interest at all in Chris Martin's relationships. Just, you know, just for the record. Okay. It's out there now. It's out there. I like, I like the music. The music is what I'm in for. I'm with you. Um, okay. So, basically, we're seeing some changes come around in the Brits. Hopefully, that's going to be reflective of the industry. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. And also, did you know that Arlo Parks is 20 years old? I did. And it's disgraceful, isn't it? It's like, again, it's like that. Oh, when we did our first podcast, we were talking about some superstar athlete who was 15, who won Wimbledon at some stage. And it was like, what have we done with our lives? You shouldn't compare. We're all apples and oranges. Is that the phrase? Don't compare apples with oranges. (laughs) Well, I think that's something you've made up, but I like it. No, I think I find it's a very common turn of phrase. (laughs) Um, check, Check yourself. Uh, Arlo Parks I just she's an old soul isn't she it's like things she says they think the way she sings how I mean she started when she was 17 I think and I listened to her early stuff and I'm like but you 
you sound soulful I don't she's magic isn't she yeah she is magic yeah pure magic incredible I just (gasps) and you just know like in what she's producing now you imagine in like two years five years ten years time what she's gonna be like oh my gosh like amazing yeah I just couldn't even I just couldn't even like at no point I'm again not trying to compare myself but also comparing myself like <laughs> like wow wow to but be then, people they're amazing you, like she's incredible yeah. and I can never hope to oh my gosh I'm time having that moment where I know I'm now going to be obsessed with Arlo Parks and I'll yeah, spend I see a bit of time being obsessive about her it's um, the new Sue Perkins isn't it yep yeah. To next one to add to my obsessive, slightly weird stalker list. Arla, I'm coming for you. Oh my God. Um, you say that about like, yeah, she's so, she's very wise, isn't she? But I think when we were 20, actually, we were probably fairly wise. We just probably didn't have a way with words like she does, right? No? Can you speak for yourself, Tara. I think I was a dick oh. when I was 20, but. I don't know. I didn't think you were, but. Maybe something was going on. You're at uni, to be fair. We didn't see each other that much, did we? Yeah. Maybe you're a massive dick, but because you're still friends with me, I've, I've saved you. You're oh, it's all right, God mate. For that. Thank God for that. <laughs> Thank fuck for that. No, I think I went through my dickhead phase at college, really, didn't I? And then probably by uni. Or was that because I was a dickhead as well and I didn't notice? We were just oh, dickheads no. together, weren't we? It was a difficult time. Oh, God. It's just all about boys and mm. parties and... Getting drunk. But not for other people who are obviously much better at life, like Arlo Park. She's much more high of a high achiever. Yeah. Oh, just like never mind, never mind, mind. Just cool. Rebel. Rebel. Anyway, look, I think I think we've covered some serious ground there. Um, it's which, been lovely. Which, have you got any? Have you got any final thoughts? Oh, it's like different... that section on. Uh... Is it Ellen? No, it was Oprah's final thoughts. Oprah's I title. Jerry Springer, she... the final oh, word. Yeah. yeah, it was Jerry. Oh, Jerry. What a, what a shambles that programme was. Um, Final thoughts. It's hard to be a woman, but it's also fantastic to be a woman. Mm, I wouldn't want to be a man because my, for a number of different reasons, um, I wouldn't like to have a penis and... I like girls, and not in a sexual way. <laughs> well, that's bad. Oh, fuck me. Beautiful. Why did you ask me to say it? That was too much that's pressure, sweet. Tara. I really fucked oh, that I'm up. Sorry. I th- I th- oh, okay. <clears throat> I'll change it up by saying uh, 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 there's nothing related to what we've talked about, apart from the fact that being a woman, I finally bought a moon cup, Laura, and I was quite upset at the... Two sizes available are judged by your age and whether or not you've had a child vaginally. And I was like, these are perfectly valid ways to measure it, but it just made me feel like, yeah, I'm over 30. Oh, yeah, I've given birth vaginally. Great. You can have the massive fanny cup. Like, how much smaller can the other one be? Like, I would, I don't know. I didn't, um, I didn't stop using mine until after birth. So, you know, we'll never know. Fall out, Laura. By the sounds of things, like oh, crikey. I mean, no. You, I, you I feel right. intimidated by it. I'll be honest. The instructions are very, very long. Oh really? 
Well, there are many things to do. You have to trim it to size. Oh, yeah. You've do got a little to trim. sterilise it. You've got to, you know, try the different ways of folding it up. And ah, oh. okay. Yeah. No. Being a woman is hard. Yeah. yeah. In summary. <laughs> Move cuts are a bit tricky. Point. I've, I've joined the revolution of reusable sanitary I applaud yeah. you. Period pants now and my moon cup. So. You're on the way. Yeah. You're on the way to being an eco-warrior. Almost, mate. Almost vegan as well. So but that's another chat for another day. For sure. Well, good luck with your moon cup, mate. Cheers. My advice, just the one fold, up it goes. One fold. Well, how, how else can you do it? <sighs> okay. We'll talk about this off air. All right okay specific uh, okay well this has been a delight i now remember we should why we do this we should do more and we've got a very exciting one booked in for our next podcast already which we won't reveal too much about now but just keep your eyes peeled peeps and um stay safe out there right stay safe be sensible don't get too drunk and crazy but you can but enjoy the pub yeah Bye. Oh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>